Amen. Amen. So we've been talking about the gift of prophecy. And we've been talking that although there were Old Testament prophets who prophesied, that in this new dispensation after Jesus, that the, the Lord has given the capacity to his entire church to prophesy because of who? The Holy Spirit, right? And so we are learning that um, not only has he given us the capacity, Acts chapter 2, you know, the sons and the daughters would prophesy, you know, he talks about visions, he talks about dreams that he's releasing, unleashing, no longer just for the prophet, uh, for the body of Christ. I think that's just amazing that the Lord would entrust his entire church with his word. And, And so with that said, um, you know, we, we understand that then that, that we are made to hear God accurately. We are made to speak for the Lord accurately. And we also, you know, just within the parameters that God has, uh, that all scripture is God breathed. And so we, when we bring something to a person or a situation, we get to prophesy, we get to speak what God is saying to us. Um, that it's going to be congruent with his written word at all times. And, you know, it's never outside of his word. We also know that, that um, uh, God is life-giving, okay? He's life-giving. Uh, the thief comes to kill and destroy, but I have come that you would have life and life more abundantly. So when you prophesy, you're prophesying life. You know, um, uh, you're prophesying a word that edifies, it builds up, it exhorts, it encourages, it comforts. Um, it doesn't mean it's not the truth or it's not revelatory. I mean, you know, and, and, and it it's, uh, doesn't deal, you know, that, that the Lord doesn't deal with things, you know, that need to be dealt with. Uh, not saying that. But when the fruit of the prophetic word is that edification, that exhortation, and that comfort, and a person becomes built up. Okay, and then what we start moving into is we start, I want to throw a a concept out to you. I'm just going to take a few minutes on that. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more about it tonight because I'm going to get you prophesying right now. And then we're actually going to start moving into the word of knowledge, okay? And I'll show you a few things about that. But we want to, I want to throw out the concept to you, um, uh, prophetic culture. Okay, we talk a lot about culture. Do you talk a lot about culture here? What's, what's our culture? What's our church culture? What, what, you know, who are we? What is our DNA? Those kind of things, okay? Well, well um, uh, God says that the prophetic is part of your culture. It's part of your culture. Biblically, it's part of your culture, okay? And you may not have stepped into that yet. Maybe that hasn't been integrated yet. But according to the word of God, the prophetic is part of your culture. It is very normal to hear the Lord speak and to actually say what God is saying. That's very normal. And so, so with that said, then comes the, this, uh, um, this discussion that's going to happen after we have left. It's like, how do we bring the prophetic into everything that we do? Where it's just kind of natural. It's like, like breathing. It's just kind of, you know, who we are, what we are. And, and, you know, where, where everybody prophesies and we have such a good protocol that when the weird prophetic person comes in or the person with the agenda who misuses a prophetic that they are weeded out really quickly and that you actually know when it's a wrong word versus when it's a right word. Like you actually, you have the, the protocol built into you and you can discern it and you know. You know, and where there is no space for a Jezebel-type personality to come and use the prophetic to, to control people and control churches, where, where we, you have such a good culture and such a good protocol that those types of things don't get in. It is possible. And so those are things that 
we'll have to, you know, you'll have to explore and have some discussion about after, after we're gone and how to apply that. And so in speaking of prophecy, okay, so what we're going to do right now is, um, uh, you know, let's, let's be bold this morning. Let's be bold, okay? And we've talked about the prophetic word. We talked about what it is. I hear God. Um, uh, uh, give, you know, we've given you some tools. Um, I'll just throw out a couple just in case, you know, the Lord breathes on this. Sometimes uh, when you prophesy to somebody, you can actually use an object to prophesy to them, give them a key. And, and tell them what God is saying about a key. Um, uh, you can, um, we talked about prophesying over body parts, that God has something to say about your hands, your feet, your shoulders, your mouth, your ears, everything, okay? Um, and we, you know, we prophesy to uh, dark places. We prophesy to dead places. Um, we prophesy to a person's next season, what's God doing in their next season, um, we prophesy to their relationships. We prophesy into the ministry. We prophesy into their finances. We prophesy, we prophesy into everything. And it's really, really powerful. So I'm going to ask for five volunteers. Raise your hand. You're going to join me up on this platform here, okay? Five volunteers. Five? Okay, come on up. 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 All right, come on up here. All right. Anybody else? All right, very good. You said, well, this is very dangerous. No, because we right now we're just practicing. So everybody has permission to make a mistake, you know, and it's, it's all good. Okay. Okay. So we have five people here. Now, you're thinking that they're going to be the prophetic ones. No, actually, I'm going to invite you to prophesy to them. <laughs> okay. So... This is a prophetic word. What is the nature of the prophetic word? We are foretelling, forthtelling. Um, we, are, we are bringing comfort. We are, you know, uh, bringing the heart of God. You know, that, that's what the Lord is um, most, most of the time is going to be speaking into. And you're going to hear God for one of them. Okay? And so I'm going to invite you right now. Let's, let's ask the Lord to speak to our hearts. Let's ask the Lord to speak to our hearts. They say, well, how do I know which one God is pointing out to you? Sometimes they'll, you'll see kind of a, a light around them, real simple. Uh, your heart will kind of lean in toward one more than the other. Somebody, you know, you'll just know something about somebody here. And when you are ready, I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. And I like this where there's no music and we give you no prep because that's reality when you prophesy outside of the church. You know, there's no minstrel, <laughs> you know, no prayer time. You just do it. All right. I'm going to give you just 10 more seconds, and if I don't have people raising hands, I will call on you. <laughs> All right. Who has something good to say from God or somebody up here? Raise your hand. Okay. All right. Now, if it's you, I'm going to ask you to, one at a time, come to the front, because I'd like to get you on the microphone, if that's okay. Come on up to the front. All right. And so what you're going to do is you're going to be the minister now, okay? So you're going to actually look to them, okay? And you're going to, you know, and usually what I do is I ask them their name. What's, what's your name? 
And then I said, this is what God is, is saying to do, and I just go for it. Um, hi, I want to bless you. What is your name? Juliet. Um, I had a picture of crops when you were a child, crops and very hard soil, and that the crops were dry, and there were a few little insects around, but in your life, God has brought and is bringing more rain and fertilizer and nutrition. And not only is your so dry soil going to be so rich and moist and dark, and the crops are just going to burst forth, but you will be feeding others. It won't just be for yourself to grow you and nourish you, but out of your crops, you're going to be feeding others in Jesus' name. Okay, now hang on, hang on. So then what I do is I get some feedback. Well, what did you think about that word? Was it accurate, not accurate? T talk to us about it. I think it's accurate. Uh, with the way I'm moving, um, I think uh, what she has said, uh, God is working in me, and I can see a lot of things that he... Uh, wants me to do and uh, yeah so I've been asking God for certain things like a group to pray with and I have it now ah, and uh, I'm seeing a lot of things that are happening even in my church so thank you so much amen that's so good all right that's very good praise the Lord and did you notice she said I saw a crop I saw some people see the word of God they see the picture and then they articulate okay who's next come on come right here Okay, you're the minister. All right. It's actually for Juliet again. <laughs> um, I saw you um, in low places, and I saw you um, that, that there was a real humbleness and gentleness of your spirit. Um, and I heard God saying, I'm the lifter of your head. And I saw him elevating you and lifting you up. And and in, in the humbleness and the gentleness of your spirit, I, I also saw that the other side of that is that you're a warrior and that he's raising you up as a, like a, a voice, a, a, a warrior voice. Um, I saw you with your hands lifted high and your voice went out. Um, it was like a visible voice. So it went out from your, your mouth and it expanded across the region that you were in. And it, and it fell on the earth like a, like a blanket, like a covering, like a dust that fell down and it soaked, it soaked deep. And I, feel, I just feel like he's saying, I am the lifter of your head. Lift up your head. Um, you're a warrior. Amen. Now, do you, f do you feel the, the comfort on those words? The edification, the exhortation, is that amazing? Okay, who's next? Come on. All right. Hi, I had a word for this lady. What, what was your name? Miss Arada. Miss Arada, um, I, was, I, I was just drawn to you because we made eye contact and I, and, I, and I asked the Lord who to pray for. And um, I could just see you as um, a real mother. And um, you were just bending down and you were ministering to all uh, of the children, but they weren't children. They, they were, they, some were children, but some were adults. And um, I could just see that the Lord is saying to you, Sister, get ready to enlarge your tent pegs. Get ready to enlarge your tent pegs. 
and, and don't worry about provision. God is going to provide for you. But you are a real mother, and he's given you a nurturing spirit, and he's going to bring increase. He's going to bring increase. So get ready, enlarge your tent pegs, and be prepared. Hold on. So after, many times after we give the word, we actually follow it up with just a bit of prayer. Okay, so we prophesy it, and then we go ahead and declare it, make it like a, a prayer point, and then we just kind of seal it that way. So why don't you go ahead? So we, um, yeah, Father, we just want to thank you, Father God, for this lady. We want to thank you, Father God, for, for the provision that you're going to provide for her, Father. I just thank you, Lord God, that... Um, for, uh, Father God, for the increase that you're bringing into her life. I thank you, Father, for all of, of these, these people that this lady's going to start nurturing, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for just enlargement and increase, Father God, that you're doing for her. And we praise you, Father. We thank you that you're going to give her the right people to come along, Father, those right ones that need to be nurtured. And Father God, I just thank you for that, that you bring that increase in that uh, spirit, Lord God, that you strengthen that, that whole thing about her nurturing spirit, Lord, that you'd bring bring that that strength and that and that boldness lord god and that that just that just that, that enlargement you're just going to make you fat in the spirit in jesus name amen okay very good next come on all righty um for sarada <laughs> um i just i just see that that god is bringing everything into right alignment in your life i just see fi your finances um this close close relationship that you have there's someone very close that's dear to your heart that you've been contending with i just see god bringing you right, right alignment your finances um not sure if you work but there's an occupation there there's there's a business there there's an idea there there's a strategy there god's going to wake you up during the night and give you the uh, plans and strategies so clear so precise because you're a woman who's a planner you plan everything i see you writing 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 all the time and i just see god is going to give you divine instructions in the night he's going to wake you up two o'clock three o'clock one o'clock you're going to say god what are you doing to me holy spirit uh, is just going to divinely have this you're going to have this so uh, so synchronized with the holy ghost that you and him are one that when you walk people just feel what's who is she what is she what, who, who is she? Who, who, who is she? What does she do? And I just see God bringing you everything into right alignment in your life, emotionally, mentally, physically, relationally, business-wise. Um, I see wealth all over you, just wealth, wealth. People are going to pour, pour into you, just pour money. You're going to say, God, why me? Why me? Because he's, you're loved. You're loved by him. You're favored by him. And he sees, he sees your heart and he loves that about you. And uh, Father, we just release that in her in Jesus' name. Okay, I'm going to take two more in this line just, you know, for the sake of time. And then we're going to do a different exercise. Okay, come on. Uh, whoever, two, come on. All righty. Please come right here. All right. I'm going to go up the other end now. <laughs> John, I heard God say, I'm not visionary, I hear. I heard God say, you've got a heart of gold, and I have prepared, prepared it now for service for me. And you will go to places that no one else would go, and you will do things that nobody else would do. And your rocket fuel is love. And wherever you step, your footsteps will leave a residue of love behind. Amen. Whew. Yeah, 
All right, come on, come on. That's powerful. Okay, your turn. Hi, um, to you. Sorry, what was your name? Amber. Amber. Okay, this will change it. I've seen like it's like you're walking through like a valley you feel like at times you're all alone and there's nothing else the father sees that he loves you he's with you he says all you need to do is look down and move the dirt on your path and you'll see you're walking on gold your your struggles that you're going through the walk you're going through is not a rite of passage it's an instruction manual. You're leading to abundance and blessing. Just stay on your path. Praise the Lord. All right. Okay. So now with this group, you're gonna you're gonna get. Uh, we'll do like 15 seconds. You got rapid fire. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, through the uh, audience here. Okay. So I'm gonna give you like 10 seconds to get a word from God. All right. <laughs> Get a word from God. And you learn that. You learn to stay very connected to the Lord. And it's like it, the word, the, the word, again, we talked about those Hebrew words last night where the word will bubble up, it'll drip, okay, or you'll see it. And there's other dimensions as well, but those are pretty much the main ones, okay? And so it's going to bubble, it's going to drip, it's, you're going to see, and then you're just going to call it forth. And don't worry if you say it perfectly. That's not what we're after right now. This is just exercise and getting this going, Okay. All right, we're going to start. Would you like to start first? No? Well, let's start this side, okay? <laughs> 50, 15 seconds, okay? And boom, boom, boom. All right, and pass the mic. Well, my word is for Amy. I believe the, the time for pain is finished. The time has come to an end that it's more than, it's more than healing. It's a completeness in his hand that you will then soar you will grow beyond your own imagination. He has got a path for you that is unique and special. Um, my words for that young lady there. I've met you briefly, but I don't know your name. <laughs> Cara. Um, I just feel that God sees your gentle, soft heart. And I just feel that there's going to be an abundant blessing on your life. Um. God is giving me that lady, but uh, I have the one, eh? uh, no, the grey, the grey bluish thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> God is just giving me that. Uh, uh, just be peaceful. Um, yeah. So I'm forward. Thank you. I have the word for the lady in front of me. Uh, I just I can. Um, I just can see that when you cry for, for, for the pain, uh, the, 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 the heaven here has given you prayer, your great intercessor, pushing, pushing, pay for the nation, pay for Kinana. Pray, keep praying, keep crying, and the angels sing along with you. I don't have any words, but um, the lady that I spoke to earlier, I just had a real sense of something, and I often do about people, and I just, um, I just feel like I'm praying that's for you. Okay, so that's many times the first start. Like, I just have a sense. I may not totally have the articulation right now, and it's where it starts. So we start pushing, pushing into it, and so very good. Okay, and can we give them a hand? 
All right, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Wow. All right, so um, uh, and sometimes I'll do that. I'll, my teens, you know, if, if I let them go on in, in, let's say, a church service, for example, they could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And so I will tell them, you have 10 seconds. Actually, for our teens, I say, you have one minute or less. And if the person starts crying, keep going. That's what I, <laughs> I tell them. If you hit the sweet spot, just go. Just keep going. But other than that, just stop. <laughs> so, you know, and that way we keep a little bit of order um, and in so that the services aren't just consumed. You know, we have to kind of push along and move along. And so we put a little bit of structure on that. So what we're going to talk about right now is the word of knowledge. Um, years ago, you know, of course, we, we started, um, uh, we opened up the, the prophetic in our church several years ago. We actually had training sessions for it. You say, are you really supposed to be trained in the prophetic? You have to be. You have to have some instruction. And you have to have some type of gathering where you can you can prophesy to one another and kind of sharpen your sword and develop accuracy and figure out why you missed that word or why you, you know, why you got it right and why you got it wrong. And you need a safe place to do that where it's absolutely okay to make a mistake. I do not believe that if a prophetic person or a prophet makes an error that that makes them false. Um, you know, it's the heart that makes you false. You know, it's what's in the heart that makes you false. And so it's, it's not so much the word, but at the same time, um, we have to aim for an accurate word because it's a demonstration of, of who God is, that he, he actually knows you. You know, he knows you and he knows information about you and that he's willing to tell somebody your info in order to get to you and prove that he is God Almighty in your life, you know. And so, so we do work, you know, we do um, uh, really strive in a positive sense for accuracy. We, re we really strive for that. And so um, years ago, I remember I was prophesying on the line. In other words, we had a ministry line at church in the service. And I was giving a prophetic word to a, a couple. They're actually pastors, visiting pastors. And the Lord began to speak to me that he was going to um, give them some business ideas that would help, uh, you know, actually bring some uh, income to their, some household income to them because they were, they were pastors at a very poor church that really couldn't pay them that well. But they're very dedicated and they're willing to live by faith. And it was wonderful and it was awesome. And so the Lord was speaking to me that he was giving them a business idea and that there was going to be some additional income through this business idea. And he was, he was saying it was okay to go ahead and minister as pastors and have a business at the same time. Because I, I, I don't know how it is here, but back home some people are really strict in their minds about that, you know. And so, um, and so I was given this word. I knew they didn't receive it. I knew that they, and you have to lay hold of a prophetic word by faith. You know, you had to lay hold of it by faith. And I knew that they didn't have faith for that word because they had uh, some barriers in them. Like, if I'm really sold out for Jesus, I'm just going to live by faith. We're not going to do the business thing. It's 100% ministry or nothing else. And I knew I was working against that inside of them and that the Lord wanted to open their world to something more. So I knew that wasn't happening. And I walked away a little bit disappointed um, for them. You know, I just walked away disappointed. And it's not my job to convince them. And I don't condemn them if they don't receive it. It's, 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 you know, we just don't go there. We don't get upset. We don't even mention it. You know, it's just like you moved on. And, you know, hopefully somebody else would come and give them a, the same word. And maybe the Lord would speak more than once and get it across to them. That was really my hope. 
And so as I walked away from that scene, I heard a voice in the air. No joke. I heard a voice in the air say, you should have given them a word of knowledge. They would have believed you. And from that, and I thought about it, and I thought, you know, you're right. <laughs> I'm like, if I would have, if I would have, uh, like, given them a word of knowledge, it would have shocked them. And then they would have been like, oh, wait a minute, maybe, maybe she knows her stuff, you know. And, and so, so I begin to study the word of knowledge, and we begin to open up not just um, uh, training and equipping in the prophetic, we begin to open up training and equipping in the word of knowledge. And we begin to, it's not... Um, it's not, you don't have to do this. It's not, it's not a rule. It's more of a guideline that we want you to incorporate uh, the word of knowledge in, uh, you know, in addition to the prophetic word that you would give to somebody. Okay, and so that's become our protocol, especially when you're ministering out on the street. Because that, that like no others, when you tell somebody that, you know, they don't, they don't even know you, and you've got facts on their life, it just it shocks them to he- into hearing you, okay? So, um, again, in 1 Corinthians 12, that's where we have the list of the gifts of the Spirit. I read them to you last or yesterday or a couple nights ago. I can't remember. Maybe every session. I don't remember. But word of knowledge, you know, gift of prophecy, um, uh, gift of miracles, you know, working of miracles, excuse me, uh, gifts of healings, all that. And so we, we know the word of knowledge is that, too, is a gift of the Holy Spirit. And so words of knowledge are, are typically, it's a fact in the mind of God. Uh, the gift of word of knowledge is not a gift for knowledge. Some people confuse that. It's not a gift for being smart, <laughs> okay, or learned or anything like that. Okay, it, that's not what the word of knowledge is. It's actually a fact in the mind of God that God reveals to you about a person. Now, it's a fact about their present or their past. It's not about the future. Okay, the prophetic is about the future. It's a fact about their present or their past. And it could be something really random, like you drive a blue Honda. You know, or, you know, when you were, when you were eight, you had a pink bicycle. <laughs> you know, you have a cat named Jack. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, it could be really strange and random like that. Um, it could also be very much the setup for the prophetic word. Is your father's name uh, Gabriel? <laughs> you know, is your mother's name Anna? Okay, and it could very much be the setup for the prophetic word that's about ready to come. Let me read you um, Natalie's uh, experience here. She said that she was praying for a lady, and she kept seeing a vision in her mind of a young man with a tattoo. And she perceived the tattoo was something of significant value to the young man. And Natalie asked uh, this, this lady if she had a son with a tattoo on his arm that represented something powerful that occurred in his life. And the lady began to sob uncontrollably. She said, yes, that's my son. He's lost. He has a tattoo of his painful past. And so Natalie prophesied that God would restore her son and their relationship. And then the lady told Natalie she had asked God for a word that her son would be okay. And that was exactly what overwhelmed her, is when, when uh, uh, the Lord showed Natalie a fact about her son. Okay, and so it began to be the setup for the, for the prophetic word. Okay, um, and so, you know, again, the purpose of the, the word of knowledge is basically to tell them that God knows you. 
God really, really does know you. Remember Jesus with the woman at the well? Remember what happened there? So they're chatting, and he says, he begins to bait her, and he says, you know, why don't you go get, go get your husband? And what does she say? She well, I don't have a husband. He's like, well, that's right. You've had five, and the one you're with is not your husband. Now, you notice that there was no condemnation in that speech? Like, he just spoke very factually, but, like, there wasn't any of this, you know, pointing the finger, you're, you're an evil, wicked woman. That wasn't it. Basically, the woman was thirsty, but she didn't know she was thirsty for Jesus. All right? And th- that was a whole discussion about, you know, if you drink of this water, you will never be thirsty again. And then let's have a discussion about the men in your life. Right? Okay? And that's the woman who got the whole city saved. I mean, think about this. Okay? He knew the key woman. He knew the key person in the city. It was the lady who had the five husbands and was living with the guy. All right? So, so um, it's amazing that the fact is what set up a huge breakthrough in, in that city down the road. Okay, the apostles even visited the city later and got them baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay, the the thirsty, the thirst was quenched, I mean, incredibly. And it started with a word of knowledge. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Okay, so let's go ahead and let's ask the Holy Spirit to just give us the gift of the word of knowledge because everything comes from the Spirit of God, right? Right? So Holy Spirit, we just invite you right now to grace us with the word of knowledge. We just receive it. We just lay hold of it by faith. You are a distributor of good things. You distribute the gifts. Those who desire spiritual gifts, you will, you will meet us at this. In the name of Jesus. Okay. Now, with a partner, with a partner, we're just kind of make it open, then we'll start narrowing it in and challenging ourselves. Okay? With a partner, I want you to stand up and ask God for a fact about their present or their past. And uh, kind of keep it um, kind of, you know, nice, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, like if it's something, you know, like, like you wouldn't want them to say about you, then don't say it, all right? Because <laughs> so, so, we're just practicing right now, um, <laughs> all right? And so with a partner, and I want you to ask them for, you know, ask God for like a few facts and then you want to just ask, you just want to test it. Just like, okay, I think that God is showing me, or I, had a, I, I see something, and then you want to describe it. And then find out what, if that means anything to them. Now, it might not mean a single thing to them, but you want to know that. You want to know. It's like, okay, I missed that one. Okay, let's move on. Let's try again. Okay? Okay, stand up and, and with a partner. Okay, all right. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you some questions here. How many of you, the Holy Spirit told you a fact and it was actually accurate? Raise your hand. Very good. How many of you, like you totally missed it? Give me a hand, everybody. Okay, I'm going to take a couple people to just kind of share what happened, and then we're going to do another exercise, okay? Who would like to share just a couple? Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. Just a few people just quickly, quickly share. Quickly share. Come on. Okay, tell us what happened. Um, I was thinking this is going to be a bit tricky because my husband knows me so well, and he just prayed for a few minutes, and he said, the Lord's showing me that when you were between the age of three and five, you had 
some shiny pe- black patent shoes. And, and I went, oh my gosh, that's something that I never would have shared with him. But they were my most favorite shoes in the whole world. And I spent the next several years hoping and trying to get some more black paint and shoes, but they wouldn't fit me because they were for people with wide feet and I had the narrowest feet that you can get. And I remember mum saying, Jane, it's going to be okay. These shoes are going to be okay, but they're not black painted. So that was really, so I cried. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? Okay. Sean just told me that she saw me in Regal's red car. And I'm Dorothy. And the thing is that yesterday my car broke down and the head, you know, the head of the car cracked and it cost a few thousand dollars to repair. So I'm waiting and claiming Sean's knowledge that I'm going to have a car. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. Now sometimes you don't know if it's a prophetic word or a word of knowledge, you know, there'll be more prophetic word, but that was fun. Okay, your your turn, sir. Uh, when, When the brother put his hand on my shoulder, I heard the word misunderstood. And so then he explained to me that, that he was misunderstood. And, and so the Lord said, but he used that misunderstanding to, to cut him out of the pack. And then he shared with me that. Yeah, when I was five and a half, when I was five and a half, I was cut out of the family pack. And the whole family was split up into different places. And I, I was separated and found myself in a place on my own and uh, I just spot on what it was saying so those are words of knowledge and can you see where the Lord would just would just capture that and then begin to prophesy to him you know that you're an insider you're not an outsider you're part of the family of God you know and just begin to really really minister to that okay Okay, I've been really struggling with this prophesying thing this weekend. Um, Okay, so I was a bit nervous. Um, Okay, so the first thing that I got for Jill was wild child. And I was like, Lord, no, please, not wild child, not Jill. I'm hearing wrong. And then I got a clock, a wall clock. And I said, Jill, wall clock, I don't know how this works. And then she said, okay, do this and do that. And then she said, um, wild child and the time link those two together, and then I could see Jill standing on the highest mountain, Mount Everest, and there was snow at her feet, and um, she was a conqueror, and she was standing with her hands in the air, and there were flags around her, and she was just saying, Lord, she's a conqueror for the Lord, and it was just so beautiful. Child. I was a wild child. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Now, I'm going to um, ask you to stand up again. Now, this is where, um, uh, you know, someone is probably going to question, well, or uh, again, I'm culturally, I'm not sure what you guys do over here and what we do and what happens in the States, okay? So the question I would get if I was in the U.S. is, you know, what are you training people to be psychics? What are you, what are you training them to be? You know, and I was like, you know, they do that. They do. They, they do train themselves, uh, but they're not, there is no acknowledgement of the Holy Spirit or Jesus in any of this, okay? And we have a biblical definition of the word of knowledge, okay? And, and I cannot comprehend how we're going to learn how to flow in the word of knowledge unless we do some very 
uh, behind the scenes. This is not what we would do at church. This is not what we would do on Sunday morning, but maybe in a gathering like this, that we take these kind of exercises just to sharpen ourselves. And, and so, you know, this is, again, do you understand the, the, the distinction? All right, so, um, and remember that God is the one who originated these things, and anything that's, that's worthwhile is going to be copycatted by the demonic kingdom. Okay, the, they only counterfeit something that's valuable. All right, so I just want to bring some clarity to that. Okay, so I, with a partner, I want you to um, ask the Lord to show, show you their, their um, life verse. And we're going to take it up a notch. We're just going to keep going, okay? Ask the Lord to show you their life verse. You might need a few moments to, to, to tap into that. It helps if you know the Bible, too. Okay, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. All right, look at me, look at me, look at me. How many of you were able to hear the Lord accurately what their life verse is? Raise your hand. Anybody? One person, two people, anybody? Yes, I think there's like five or six. Anybody over here? Yes, over here. Anybody else over here? Yes, yes. Okay, isn't that beautiful that the Lord would show you what their life verse is? And isn't that so easy to step into a prophetic word from that life verse? So if you were to speak to me, you'd be like, the Lord is showing me, showing me about you, Matthew 6, 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And the Lord is adding to you. This is a season he is adding things to you, new things to you. Okay, so it would just flow right out. Right out of there. Okay, we're going to do another one. Because we are Christians, I'm doing ones that you would do for Christians, but this is not necessarily what you would do when you are talking to those who don't know Jesus, okay? It's a whole different, whole different thing that you would, you would do with them. Um, many times you will, you will ask the Lord to reveal to you about, like, those who don't know Jesus, they don't have life verses, you know? <laughs> they don't know anything. Um, uh, it would be like, you know, what is their, their, their heart's desire that they had when they were a child? Maybe it's to fly an airplane or it's to build, you know, buildings or something, you know, and the Lord would show you that and you just kind of key into that and reveal it and then prophesy and tell them Jesus loves you, okay? You know, invite them to church, all right? <laughs> okay, so again with a partner. Now, I'm going to ask you to change partners. We have to keep constantly risking, risking and changing it up, okay? Not being familiar, to stay sharp. You're going to change partners. Now, here, here's what you're going to do. What you're going to do is you're going to ask the Lord to show you something that they are praying about. Something they are praying about. Now, God is the one who would show you, okay? So if he shows it to you, that's what in this exercise he wants to reveal. Now, use some sensitivity, though. If it's like, you know, if it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, use some sensitivity. Um, <laughs> okay, just because you see it doesn't mean you say it. So, you know, have some sensitivity. But at the same time, let's just go ahead and kind of open it here because this is what this is about, all right? Um, so with a new partner, God, what are they praying about? Tell them what it is and then go take the next step and prophesy, all right? All right. I give you one more minute. 
Okay, how many, how many here? <laughs> Woo, attention. I need a little cowbell that I can, you know, get your attention. <laughs> All right, how many of you were able to, um, how many of you, God really spoke to you about something that they're praying about? How many of you that, like, the Lord really shared that with you? How many of you that, was that something that ministered to you? That, like, did that minister to you? Yeah, and you know, let me tell you what I'm seeing right now. All of a sudden, it's like the lights are going on in the room. And this is what you want. You start prophesying like this, you get this into your culture, and all of a sudden, it's like the lights go on, and the prophetic gets stronger and stronger, and accuracy gets stronger and stronger, only because you can see clearer. It's really amazing how this, how this works, it versus when we don't have a flow of the prophetic, things are kind of dark, you know, and you can't really see, and you can't really can't really tap into it, you know, and and um, that kind of thing. And so um, I was debating if I just kind of do a few demos and then uh, kind of when you break for lunch, then your goal is then to go out to lunch somewhere and um, find somebody that you can do this with at the restaurant. <laughs> now make sure, do you guys tip here at restaurants? Do you tip? No, okay. Well, we might want to do that, you know. Just to, you know, just in case, you know. <laughs> okay, so um, I was thinking, I was like, I want to um, uh, see if I was, um, okay, let me get a couple people. Okay, the lady in the, the red red shirt, uh, you, you right here, and uh, the, the guy with the crazy hair right here. Yeah, right here, come on. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 uh, right, right here. Yes, you, you, you. Okay, all right. <coughs> Okay, so, and the reason, I'm just kind of demoing how it works with me, and sometimes I'm, I'm totally off, I mean, you know, and it happens to everybody, okay, and so we'll just stand here. So, like, okay, let's say if I was ministering to her, I, I just want to kind of help, help you work through my process, and then you'll have, you might have a different process, but I think it's good to kind of share these things and everything. So, now, I, I did hear her prophesy, really strong word, but, you know, um, so, like, when I look at her, I'm like, she's full-on a minister. That's what I see as a person who's, like, absolutely a minister, you know, a person who would stand up in front of people and minister the word of the Lord or I within the context of her church, you know, like, it, you know, just definitely all over for her. But let's, I'll show you. I see, like, this strong shoulder thing here, so I know she carries government, okay? You say, well, how do you see that? I don't know. I just see it. Many times I'll see things on their body parts, and I know what it means because of the word of God. So I would be like, I'd be like, you know, um, uh, the increase of his government, there'll be no end. You're a person who, who carries um, the, the governing ministry of God that advances his kingdom. And it's something that's growing. And the Lord is giving you the strength and the grace to walk out in stronger dimensions of ministry. And you will, you will go before the people. And you'll stand before the people. And the Lord will give you the grace to be before the people because it's in the, in the, in the uh, front place that you're supposed to be. You're not a backseat person. You're not a person who, who um, uh, stays behind and observes. You're a person in the thick of it, in the middle of it, uh, the planner, the organizer, the prophetic voice, the prophetic minister, the intercessor, and the Lord is just increasing, 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 um, and he's, he's giving you comfort. 
And as he comforts you, you'll comfort the people. And he's also, through life experiences, giving you messages, messages that you'll preach to the people, and you'll just speak right out of your life. And it is a prophetic word because you've walked through it, and you've got a message from God through it, and the Lord will replicate all the victories in your life to the people that he sends to you. He sends you to, and you'll see, um, you'll have great satisfaction that your life experiences and your victories are being replicated, not only in the area, but your testimony is going to go around the globe as well in many different ways in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Okay. And he says, so how did that start? It started because I could see on the shoulders. Okay. So I began to call that out, and then I just let it roll. <laughs> okay. I just let it roll. So it was kind of like the bubbling. You know the bubbling? All right, so that's how that one worked. That was my process. And so each of you are going to have a different process, but it's kind of good to observe how somebody processes it and just, you know, just kind of helps encourage you and everything. Now, I, it wasn't a, for me, like, I'm like, okay, that's not like a perfect articulation. You know, I didn't, you know, it was a little, little you know, I, I could have articulated better. That's my personal opinion, but I don't, I don't get hung up on that. All right, I just trust the Lord to minister uh, uh, whatever I just spoke for him, uh, and I trust the Lord to breathe upon it, and, and it does the job, okay? Okay, thank you so much. Okay, so this gentleman here, I call him the crazy hair guy. <laughs> All right, okay, so I'll tell you, again, I don't know what it is, but a lot of times I'll see things on person's body parts, and the whole word will start that, word will start that way. You might have something completely different. Like, you'll always have a certain feeling, and that feeling means a certain thing because the Lord, you and the Lord have had a dialogue, and you just kind of have this, this uh, library inside of you and this point of reference inside of you. So there'll be just different ways, and, and as you move through this, you'll, you'll, you'll get kind of a library and a point of reference inside of you, and they'll mean certain things just to you, and that's how it works. But for me, a lot of times I'll see a body part, and that's where I'll start. So, like, I look at his eyes, and I'm like, okay, this person is a seer, okay? Uh, not, maybe not a seer prophet, but a person who sees spiritual things, okay? So I would, I would be like, okay, this is a person who is, uh, has a, a creativity bent, uh, in his world, even if it's not expressed uh, in art, artistry at this time, but there's some, like like you would see something and want to build something, or you'd want to uh, create something. You know, you want to like make something. That's what I see. But it's it's a gifting from the Lord. It's a it's a seer anointing. So he'll see something in his mind and he'll want to go make it. Okay, or he'll want to go build it. He'll want to you want to create it, replicate it, some, something of that dimension. But there's a spiritual gift there to see in the spiritual realm. I see that very, very clearly, okay? And so, and then it's like your strength, but it's also your downfall because you're a compassionate person and you don't always like what you see. And that's the peace that gets you. <laughs> and, and, but that's the heart of Jesus. Jesus feels what other people feel. And the Lord has given you grace to carry that so that it doesn't crush you, that it becomes a ministry through you, Okay? And so there'll be many people that you will reach that others aren't even going to look at. They're going to ignore them. They're going to sidestep them, but not you, because you feel what they feel. You feel the rejection, and you feel the pain, and you feel as if it's your own. And, and the Lord's going to use that. You're going you're gonna to put your arms around people who are unlovely and um, nobody cares about, and they will remember you that you're the only one who ever treated them with love. Okay? So, he said, well, where did that word start? It started because I saw it in his eyes. 
Tony's ex. And can you feel the heart of the Lord? You know, begin to, because it, that's a life-giving word. And it begins to settle the matter in him. Like, this is why you feel what you feel and the pain. So now he knows what to do with the pain. You know, he knows to put it in the right place, not the wrong place, because he knows why he feels that pain. Amen? Amen. I just want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I understand that we have a 2 o'clock that we'll be here for. So when you go to lunch, take a risk. It could be a simple word of encouragement. Maybe the Lord will give you a fact about their life. You can ask a question. Do you have children? Uh, do you have a daughter? You know? And, and just kind of go from there. I feel like God's, the God is speaking to me about your daughter. I'm a Christian, and I feel like he's speaking something good to me about your daughter, okay, or your son. And let's say you totally miss it. Say, well, that's okay. Do you want a family? Let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I learned to take every opportunity. Every mistake is an opportunity, okay? Two o'clock, we'll come back. But let's, let's get some testimonies from the lunchtime, all right? Amen. Thank you. Brad? Pastor Brad?